Welcome to the Shorthand States here on the Guernsey Press Politics Podcast. I'm Simon Delarue and with me is Deputy Simon Fairclough, no stranger to a microphone. Thanks very much for joining us on the Shorthand States this evening, Simon. Um, Today we had a debate uh, largely um, dominated by issues that were brought by the committee, one of the committees on which you sit, the States Assembly and Constitution Committee, Uh, not the least of which the one that took up the most time today, in fact, was um, a debate on changes that are that your committee is looking to make in time for the 2025 general election and of course you you have got the hurry up here haven't you because uh, as i as i understand it it is generally accepted and the commonwealth parliamentary association prefers it that any changes for for an election happen um, at least a year out and that in our case is june of this year so um let's uh, go through some of the changes that have been made as a result of uh, today's um discussions um one of these uh well let's, let's actually turn to the one that was uh, chucked out today um deputy governor st pierre wanted rolling elections or at least he wanted it to be looked at uh by your committee how did you see that yeah uh in fact there were two things uh, that he really uh, wanted uh, looking at one aspect was uh, the, the the rolling elections, um, and that was something that uh, had been talked about. It, it it had come about as a result of the scrutiny review, a scrutiny review that reported uh, in November on a number of findings as to whether or not people felt that full island-wide voting had delivered what it wanted them to and of course many people have said uh, that it did many people said that it didn't there was a a survey that um, suggested that uh, while island-wide voting might have been something that people supported uh, they they were still finding it too much too onerous uh, to go through that that telephone directory of names and manifestos so uh, i think that uh, Deputy St. Pierre and Deputy Fairbrush uh, saw this as an opportunity for SAC to at least have a look into this following that uh, that joint scrutiny and SAC piece of work. Uh, but in the end, although we started almost having the debate in itself about the merits of, of various systems, that wasn't the point of today. They were asking SAC to go away and, and have a look at this and come back uh, before June. Uh, but the simply wasn't the appetite um, for uh, among states members to do that. And that so that, that was defeated but um, from what I understand your committee will be looking into this stuff it's just it's not going to be in time for the next election. Was that, was that ever the intention do you think? Well SAC was never intending to have a look at changing the system of elections. Um, the, the fact is the clock is running, as you said, at the, in, the, in your opening here. Uh, and m- more or less, the uh, resources of the committee, such as they are, which are actually virtually non-existent at the moment, um, mean that uh, there isn't time to do that piece of work. In fact, uh, the election team is now working um, flat out almost for the next 18 months or so, preparing for uh, the next election in June 2025, which is going to take up all of their time without all of these changes anyway. The other thing that um, the Deputy Saint-Pierre and Deputy Fairbrush wanted uh, was for SAC to take on board the recommendations of that piece of work uh, that had been done jointly by Scrutiny and SAC. Uh, I think 
my feeling on it was, I didn't speak on this particular part of the debate, uh, was that uh, SAC would be doing that anyway. And I think that uh, the president of uh, the committee, Deputy Mirvell, gave that reassurance to members that those recommendations, because it was a good piece of work um, that was done, uh, mainly uh, I've got to pay credit to Deputy Burford, who unfortunately wasn't in the Assembly today, uh, to talk on this matter. Um, there was a lot of work went into that review, uh, a joint review by SMC and SAC, uh, and a number of recommendations were made. We will be looking at those uh, in the course of the next sort of six six months anyway. So, so that part will be delivered. Us having a look at rolling elections, even though uh, I, I've got to say a number, a number of members of the public contacted me and I'd like to thank them for that with their views on, on, on uh, rolling elections that isn't going to be looked at now. Uh, before this next election. No, so so certainly nothing that's going to be in place for 2025 that would install, uh, you know, one set of deputies to sit for this length of time and another uh, tranche to sit for a different length of time. It's all, you're all, whoever is uh, elected next time around, they're all going to be in there for a four-year stint uh, as they were this time. Uh, right. But um, the, the newly convened uh, SAC committee will look into the possibility of, uh, of rolling elections. While we're still just mentioning rolling elections, one of the, one of the concerns I always have which I, I, it just confuses me a bit is if you have let's say for the sake of argument a hundred people standing um, for um, tw the, the, the 20 seats um, and there's going to be another election in two years time for another 20 m my full expectation is that the 80 unsuccessful candidates will all stand again after two years so this the rolling election it seems to me is no guarantee of reducing the number of, of, of candidates that comes down uh, and that's absolutely right and that was one of the points that was made today now uh, it's public knowledge that I um, voted for option E in the referendum. I actually thought that uh, rolling elections could bring us um, continuity and change. And I think that in some ways uh, that's uh, there's been a real demonstration that there's been some sort of need for that this political term but I think the the, the uh, there was a feeling in there uh, you know I can think of Deputy Inder who got to his feet very early on that uh, uh, the, the pure form of island-wide voting if we can call it that um, was something that was agreed through a referendum and uh, his feelings were for, uh, for certain that if we were to make any changes to that there would have to be another referendum um, but I mean lots of views were expressed in there uh, about this today. I think the general feeling was that it's too early to start making changes. We've only had one um, uh, iteration of the, of the purest form of island-wide voting and I think there's a feeling in the Assembly that we have to give it at least one more go before any other changes are made. And it was uh, pointed out that that one iteration was uh, just in the aftermath of Covid as well so that complicated matters to, to some extent as well. Um, there was also uh, quite a lot of discussion about convictions wasn't there um, and candidates uh, standing and what kind of information they ought or ought not to be obliged to divulge um, and this uh, began to become rather complicated in terms of um, uh, how long your conviction how long ago your conviction might have been how long it was for uh, in which jurisdiction uh, your the the uh, conviction might have been imposed um, but uh, overall the the upshot was that uh, your committee is now going to be obliged to come up with uh, firm proposals again not for 2025 but for beyond that um, or, is it, or is it in fact for 2025 well, 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 well. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, well, two amendments were placed. One actually um, asked us, uh, the, the, the Berry Amendment asked us to come back uh, uh, in time for changes to be made uh, for the 2025 election. Right, and that was for the Disclosure and Barring Service uh, checks, the DBS checks. Co- correct, yeah. The, the, the other amendment from Deputy Rolfe actually uh, didn't have a timescale on it. In fact, uh, you could read it that it the changes that he was looking for wouldn't have to even be implemented before the next election. But I think, you know, to be fair, and and Deputy Mirvell did say this, we made a commitment to have a look at this uh, as far as we are able. And I I hate to mention it again, but the resourcing issue was brought up. Um, As we speak today, SAC doesn't have any staff and we've got uh, uh, a lot of work on, on our place. We, we have to pr- prioritise like any, any other committee, uh, but we will do our best to uh, listen to what has happened here today. And I think that's the message really from SAC today. We're in sort of listening mode. We, we put suggestions forward. We knew there would be amendments. Uh, a lot of those amendments have been successful. We'll now take them on board and uh, work up and bring something back to the States as soon as we can. And if that work reflects what was said in debate today, I imagine your priority out of those two amendments would be the Berry one, would it? Because, um, it, I mean, certain members did express some surprise. Deputy Mahoney, for example, saying that it had come as a shock to him when he um, was standing last time out, which, of course, was his first, as it was yours, that uh, you didn't actually require a DBS. And, and it was uh, it was pointed out that, um, you know, as a candidate, you are given um, uh, names and addresses of people all over the island, some of them in their teens, um, um, before you go out so that you can go and canvas. Yeah, it's a very good point. I remember running up here to uh, uh, the Royal Court with about five or ten minutes to spare before the deadline to put my nomination in. Uh, and, and, you know, that raises an issue. Is there time to do these DBS checks before you officially become a candidate? That is one of the things that we're going to be looking at. And also, who will be doing those checks? Who will pay for those checks? I mean, if we have another election like we did uh, last time, 119 candidates, that's a lot of DBS checks. You know, questions have to be asked probably of home affairs. Do they have the resources to do those checks in a very uh, short time frame uh, to give uh, people the information they want? And, of course, the other point that was made was that those checks are are just a snapshot in time. Anything can happen after them. Uh, So lots of issues there. But those are the sorts of issues that I think members want SAC to have a look at before they bring any proposals back. Well, I will resist the temptation to ask you if you ever regret not getting here 10 minutes later. Um, but no, and moving swiftly on to the next item that your committee brought um, here, which was uh, regarding uh, the Code of Conduct. Um, now this, this was a relatively uh, short debate. Uh, just to summarise briefly what, what has changed as a result of that. Yeah, this was quite a comprehensive bit of work in the end um, by SAC, but it had to be. Last time we brought back proposals for an appeals process for uh, the Code of Conduct, uh, members again weren't happy uh, and we placed an amendment back then I can't remember which month it was now last year to say we would bring proposals back having listened again to to what was said in the assembly we've done that now it was a comprehensive bit of work it came back later than we'd hoped uh, just because of the sheer volume of work that was involved in it but what it now means I think and this I think was reflected in the lack of debate on it today and the fact that it was quite a hefty policy letter in the end just because uh, we did so much consultation on it 
particularly with the uh, Commissioner for Standards, um, uh, Dr McCulloch, who I have to say uh, and have to publicly thank for, for her input on that piece of work, that we now have a system, the States has approved today, of uh, having a Deputy Commissioner in place, so that if there is an appeal against a, a, a Code of Conduct decision, that will now go uh, to a Deputy Commissioner rather than back to another panel. I think it makes the whole process a lot cleaner. Of course, um, these you only really know whether these systems work once they are tested against a real case. And you can spend months and months designing systems which are only as good as the next case that comes along and tests it. But I, I think we've moved in the right direction here today and I, I'm pleased that uh, we got the support of the states on that. And then uh, debate uh, moved uh, quickly through a uh, police complaints uh, commission um, report and then on to uh, fixed penalty notices and that's where we ended the day. So this is something that we can uh, discuss tomorrow because um, the parking tickets and other fines uh, may well go up uh, by a, a marked increase but we will hear all about that tomorrow. Sorry. Uh, oh, no, I was just going to say, I mean, I, I just reading that policy letter and a few points were made in there today, I didn't realise it was more of a serious offence not to have a bell on your bike than it was driving on a pavement. And those are the sorts of things. Uh, I mean, this is operational stuff in my mind. Uh, this sort of thing should be decided by the Committee for Home Affairs. But of course, as soon as you uh, present it to states members, everyone stands up and has their say on every aspect of the law. Yeah, and, and the fact that you are now coming back tomorrow to discuss it rather than getting it finished tonight, I imagine means that there'll be more people standing up and making speeches as well. I'm sure um, that's that, that thing of the, the work fill, uh, expanding to fill the time is never more true than in that uh, assembly, I think it's, it's probably fair to say. And uh, I that's certainly know, uh, uh, I'm not uh, looking askance at you when I say that, you've, you've been in the game long enough to have witnessed it on many occasions. It's not just true of this assembly. Well, anyway, we've uh, reached the end of uh, our uh, review of day two of this January States uh, meeting here at uh, the Royal Court. Uh, thanks to uh, Simon here for uh, joining us. Uh, that's all from us and we'll be back, of course, tomorrow with another roundup. Good night.